0: You're listening to the Hall About Public Safety Podcast, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes with the men and women in uniform with the Hall County Sheriff's Office and Hall County Fire Services. A fair warning before we get started, sometimes the subject matter of this podcast might not be suitable for younger audiences, so parents are advised to use discretion. Let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of the Hall About Public Safety Podcast. I'm Brian Stewart, joined once again by Hall County Fire Services Chief and Public Information Officer, Zach Brackett. Zach, thanks for coming on with us again.
1: Thank you for having me again, Brian. All right, so
0: today we're going to talk about jobs. Now, Hall County Fire Services, you guys are always looking for quality candidates, but uh, as we were talking off air, you guys have a lot of jobs that's more than just a firefighter or an EMT, it's more than just pointing the hose at a house fire or working with patients who might be experiencing a medical emergency. So I want to highlight some of the teams and sort of specialty areas you guys have with fire services because uh, you have a pretty broad spectrum of roles that people can play a role
1: in. We do. We have uh, we have a, a multitude of services that uh, that we offer and that we provide throughout the county. Um, we uh, support the Hawke County Sheriff's Office with uh, SWAT medics, and those are trained paramedics that have additional training um, to assist with, uh, with tactical entries and taking care of the, the SWAT team members from the Hawke County Sheriff's Office. Uh, we have a regional HAZMAT team that serves the Northeast Georgia area um, with, with members who are trained HAZMAT uh, technicians, so that allows them to uh, mitigate and stop um, hazardous chemical leaks and spills um, you know our role it gets confused a lot of times uh, say for instance uh, a few months ago we had a uh, tanker that was overturned that was leaking gasoline it's not our job to clean up the gasoline that's our job to keep the gasoline from from leaking further and causing further environmental damage or hazard um, so in, in those instances it's our job to go in and stop that leak Um, and and limit any environmental impact, make sure the scene is safe, and then the carrier, the the person who's actually paying for that load to be transported, um, is responsible for the cleanup. So uh, they often call a third-party cleanup company to actually clean the mess up. We just stop the mess from, from getting worse.
0: And you guys also have a, a couple of teams related to kind of some specialty rescue operations. What are, can you highlight some of those for us?
1: Yeah, so our, um, you know, Lake Lanier is the, the busiest uh, core lake in, in the United States. Uh, we have over 11 million visitors a year, so therefore we have a lot of people with both traumatic injuries and people who experience medical emergencies on the lake, um, as well as um, uh, drownings. So uh, we do have a, a marine rescue service that provides um, not only dive capability and uh, rescue capability, um, but also that medical component uh, to be mobile on the lake uh, during the summer months. So um, those those crews are out on the lake uh, every weekend from um, from Memorial Day until Labor Day, um, and. You know they they're trained divers, but there's there's also uh, medical services available so that we can treat patients. You know if they're out on an island or out in a remote location, we can make access to them um, and then take them to um, the hospital uh, via ambulance.
0: You guys also have a rescue team that's more just for the. I guess the unusual situations like, like a car going down in a ditch or something that's kind of a hard-to-get-to place. What is that team and what do they do?
1: So we, we do have uh, members that are, are trained in technical rescue, which can, that encompasses just about anything you can think of from um, farm and machinery entanglements. Um, so think about either on the farm or in uh, commercial businesses with machinery if we, have, if we have people who experience emergencies and, and get entrapped in machines. Um, it can, as you described, um, people who are involved in car wrecks or, or otherwise in inaccessible areas, we can use different rope techniques to get to them um, and stabilize them and then uh, bring them back up, back up to the top, so to speak. Um, you think about the amount of uh, grain silos uh, that we have, water towers, things like that, r- radio towers uh, in the county and so we're we're well prepared to affect uh, rescues from those and and we work closely with uh, uh, the city of Gainesville um, on the uh the GSR uh, task force 1 that augments state resources as well so our our folks are, are very well versed in uh, all types of rescue vehicle extrications um, you know when when you see squad 7 rolling down the road they're they're usually going to either a working fire, or they're they're what we call our big toolbox. If we need, if we have something special going on, uh, we call those guys, and and they're they're very well trained, and they have all sorts of tools um, that are that most fire trucks don't carry.
0: When you are fi- like when you have recruits come in, uh, of course they go through the firefighter and the EMT training. Mm-hmm how is it when you see a recruit that a lot of these guys and a lot of these women have the, the mentality of I want to help, I want to serve the public how do you find with all these teams that they respond when they, they finally kind of have that light in their eyes like oh yeah this is for me this, this is what I want
1: to do so we, we are fortunate with all of our different specialties in that it allows people to um, to kind of find their niche and, and really focus on, on where their passion is, whether it's, you know, most of these things are fun and they translate out to civilian life as well, um, whether it's diving or um, messing with ropes and mountaineering and, you know, rock climbing, things like that, so... Um, then you have the the people who have grown up on the lake or around water and they love doing they love doing marine rescue stuff so um just helping them find out what it is that we offer that they might enjoy some people don't want anything to do with that stuff some people just want to uh be a firefighter and they just want to do the medical side of things and that's okay too Um, but we we do have a select group of folks that enjoy doing um doing additional things that are you know they they they're lifelong learners. Uh, we we tell our people when they come in at 18 or 19 years old that you know if you're when you're with us for 30 years you're going to learn every every year of those 30 years you're going to you're going to be learning something new a new technique. Um, so we really try to tap into that into that passion of of a lifelong learner. What are you
0: finding with uh, some of your other teams that maybe aren't you know, a rescue team or something like that. Like, I know you guys have the honor guard Mm -hmm. uh, and things like that. Um, Can you walk us through a couple of those and and what they mean to some of your firefighters?
1: Sure. So our our honor guard is comprised of uh, all volunteers. uh, They they don't get any extra compensation. Um, But that is a way for us to give back to uh, families of, of both people from our department, but also those from around the state and show them support. Um, even behind the scenes, you know, when you think of an honor guard, you think of people in very nice-looking uniforms, standing straight and marching good. But there's a lot of logistics that go on behind the scene, whether it's a, a firefighter funeral or a retiree funeral, um, that need to occur, and we'll even support them. But it, you know, it for for our folks, it's more of a a, a servant a servant mentality of you just want to want to help and and serve those who have served the community.
0: And then I wanted to jump to another topic since we're on the topic of recruiting and hiring and and what you guys offer as a department and if anybody out there is listening to this podcast who is a firefighter with another jurisdiction that might be looking to move whether it's closer to home closer to family uh, you guys actually offer a training program specifically for experienced firefighters to to get them through the ranks
1: a little quicker we we do we offer a fast track program which is a it's a condensed um it's not a traditional recruit school our 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 Straight from the street rec- recruit school um, is 18 weeks long, so that's a that's quite a, a lengthy time. Um, we'll take people who are already certified and run them through an eight-week school, and that helps them get um, oriented to our department, our policies, um, how we do things. We're able to, to verify their skill set and make sure that they're they're able to operate safely in dangerous uh, environments. Um, and, and really roll them into our culture, and uh, then after eight weeks, they're they're ready to uh, to come on shift and and contribute. Now, as of
0: this recording, you guys have had two fast track classes
1: graduate, or we've been- had two total in the department. Yes, the most recent was uh, last year.
0: How valuable is it to have that as a tool to know that if you have a, a class of what thirty to forty firefighters that. Uh, you don't have to wait four and a half months before you can deploy them to your stations.
1: Well, you get that, but you also get the benefit of their prior experience. Um, A lot of times with even a new firefighter that we've trained for 18 months, uh, 18 months, 18 weeks, I'm sorry, um, it takes time for them to run calls and get experience and apply what they've learned. When you hire an experienced uh, firefighter who's, who's certified you benefit from the reduced training time but you also benefit from the knowledge and the experience that they have of running calls and the things that they've learned the lessons they've learned throughout their time in the fire service have you guys found um you know
0: someone brings in that outside perspective hey i I used to be at this other fire department and we did this this way have you thought have you ever had any instances of hey that's actually a really good idea we should incorporate that into into our training and into our policies.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we are always looking at, at a better way to skin a cat, so to speak. And um, any time we have different ideas or a different way to think or look at a problem and how to solve it, then we're always open to that. All right. And one last question uh,
0: as we're going to wrap up this podcast here's your chance, the microphone is yours, give your pitch if anybody out there is is considering becoming a firefighter EMT. Uh, What's great about doing that in Hall County?
1: Well, I I would say our our family atmosphere here, um, the community shows us such a tremendous amount of support, um, both in in Hall County and the city of Gainesville. We have a lot of support for public safety, um, and our our equipment is Um, top-notch. We're we're pretty busy, and most firefighters want to be pretty busy. They they like to uh, stay active. They don't want to sit around. Um, so, you know, we we work really hard to to have a family culture and to um, to integrate people into our system. All right. So, if anybody listening is interested in applying, where
0: should they go? What number should they call, or, or where should they?
1: They can they can go to um, they can go to hallcounty.org and search for um, job openings and any postings that we have will be listed at at that link.
0: All right. Hall County Fire Services, Zach Brackett, thank you for joining us on this episode of Hall About Public Safety, giving us a little insight into some of the jobs offered at Hall County Fire Services. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening. We will see you next month. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hall About Public Safety Podcast. Episodes come out monthly. You can find links to them on hallcounty.org and in the monthly county newsletter. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to get all the latest content. I'm Brian Stewart. Thanks for listening.